0: There's only 24 hours in a day I got a pair of earbuds and I wish there was a way That I could know just what I want to listen to There's 150,000 shows that I'm not sitting through Welcome to Pod on Pod, a guide to the world of podcasts because it's not your daddy's radio. We're your hosts. I'm Josh. I'm Joel. And we're late.
1: Uh, Better (laughs) late than
0: never. Better late than never indeed, sir. Wasn't it just last week that you were messing with me about the fact that we're not exactly a weekly show sometimes?
1: Yes, I I speak truth. All right. Uh,
0: well, let's let's just don't uh, let's don't make that uh, uh, a habit here, folks. Sorry that we are late this week, but we, uh, but as uh, Josh so aptly put, better late than never. And we're overloaded with cut. Con- At the Bank of deck they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon, something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers, like a falcon or a stallion, or even better, a parrot. Check it out. Ah! Ah! Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. Content this week as we bring you not one podcast but many every week on Pod on Pod. Two, we discuss two
1: podcasts,
0: three podcasts. All right, three podcasts. Would you call it a plethora
1: of podcasts, Josh? A veritable cornucopia of podcasts.
0: Every week on Pod on Pod, we discuss a different show so that you can help, uh, so that we can help you find your next favorite show. Uh, this week, we're talking about three different shows, uh, all of which I enjoyed in, in their own way. We're talking about Entrepreneur on Fire, we're talking about Not a Real Job, and the Get It Done Guys Quick and Dirty Tips.
1: And we're going to categorize this as a as our business suite, our business trifecta.
0: Yeah, I, I've been saying productivity, and it's sort of that, too. All of them air, they give a lot of productivity tips yeah, sure. in the middle of talking about business. Uh, but uh, some pretty interesting shows, and uh, so let's get right into it. Every week on Pod on Pod, we discuss these podcasts by breaking them down, talking about audio quality, host likability, production values, the content itself, and then we uh, tell you some of our favorite moments, making Elevator pitch, maybe, and then uh, give you an overall rating. In our trifecta episodes, we don't rate them because the whole point of bringing you three at a time is our sort of stamp of, stamp of approval. All these shows have lots to offer. Let's tell you what. Well. <laughs> okay, fair enough. With each of our trifectas, we found one that has a little less to offer for us, at least. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Why don't we start with telling uh, people what these three shows are about? Let's talk about content. Which one do you want to start with, Josh?
1: Uh, let's start with the shortest one.
0: Uh, so that's going to be the Get It Done Guys Quick yeah. and Dirty Tips.
1: And they are quick.
0: Uh, the, the full title of the show, Get It Done Guys Quick and Dirty Tips to Work Less and Do More. Yeah. And we're talking about six minutes, seven minutes, eight minutes at a time mostly.
1: Well, well look, whenever, you're, whenever you put to work less and do more in the title of your podcast, if you do a two-hour podcast, that's already like false advertisements.
0: <laughs> I suppose so um this was not a show that I expected to like first of all, I think I've said on the the podcast before I don't like many episodes and to me anything under 15 or 20 minutes feels like well you that can't be any real information maybe that's like my okay. old media bias coming out like radio, you never have a 15-minute show.
1: Did you ever have to uh, read a book in college and write a paper on it? Yeah. Now, did you ever not really read those books and then go to the Cliff Notes and then the Pink Monkey and then write the paper?
0: I, I, I'm going to plead the fifth. I think okay. some of my college professors listen I to I would
1: assume <laughs> that the reason to do that is because you get all of the salient points in a very compact uh, edition and then are able to uh, to write the paper and get at least a C on it, right? Sure. Okay. Okay. So that's how I view this one, man. It's like the cliff notes uh, of a book. I read a lot of business books, and as I go through them, I'm constantly highlighting. And it's so So this show for me is like taking one of those books and just getting all the highlighted versions of it, get to reading all the highlights. I think
0: – and I guess this is going to go into my favorite moment of the show maybe, but I, I will say – the structure of it is so great. If you've ever sat through, uh, you know, a sermon, uh, especially in maybe an evangelical church, the, yes. the, the idea yes. of setting up the three points of your sermon yes. in the beginning, he talks the three, and that's all he ever has is three points. He hits his points and then at the end of the thing after his advertising the very last thing that he does is he says all of them again very just the the sentence. Yep. thesis statement thesis statement thesis statement i'm the get it done guy bye bye
1: yeah well i like uh brilliant i uh sometimes because it uses a story to get the point points across Man, sometimes I get sucked in thinking it's a real story. <laughs> all of a sudden, he's like, yes. "And that's like life." And
0: you're like, "No, <laughs> I thought that no! Was what, happened <laughs> what happened to the pony? What uh, happened to the pony? There was no pony." Uh, all right, let's move on to Entrepreneur on Fire. This is how. This is the the one sentence uh, line that I wrote down here in my notes. It's motivational speaking through interviews with other entrepreneurs.
1: Yeah. These are like 25- uh, High energy. 25, I mean, 30 I fire, minutes. man. I mean, it's hot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you couldn't get any hotter. <laughs> Can't do the show lukewarm. No, sir, not lukewarm. We want you to be hot. We want you to be passionate. We want you to be enthusiastic.
0: Let's get out there and change the world. If, well, if you go to his website, entrepreneuronfire.com, there's a lot of red. There's a lot of yellow. It's obvious it, it, this is going to be a, a high-octane uh, experience. It's 25, 30 minutes or so. Um Here's something else I'm going to tell you about the guy. At the top of his website, there is something that says December income, and then he's got a number there on yeah. how much money he made in the month of December. Well,
1: that's also – that's how all the bonus uh, – like there's bonus podcasts, and uh, pretty much in the bonus podcast is wherever they go over the expense report. Now, here's the thing is I guess I'm a business geek. I This is kind of a guilty like, – I understand the flaws of the show are what could turn people off about the show because it really does come off like a, a, a like an infomercial for whatever they're interviewing, right? Whoever they're interviewing comes off like an infomercial for that. Yes. Like Podcast Paradise or, or whatever. Knowing that that's what it is. Dude, sometimes I'm on the couch late night eating Cheetos watching infomercials. And I'm not having a bad time.
0: Uh, so I failed to mention just a minute ago, by the way, the get it done guy is Stever Robbins uh, and uh, entrepreneur on fire is John Lee Dumas, uh, JLD, as he references himself from time to time on the podcast. Uh, and again, that that show is a 25, 30 minute show. Uh, and he does this seven days a week, I believe. If
1: you could if you could sum up that sh- that show in one word, what word would you use?
0: <laughs> Synergy uh how oily was the first one that mm. came to mind but that i didn't that's a little more negative than i mean it uh he what he does is he interviews other people that have started their own business that are actively out there doing this, and he has kind of a formula through which he uh, pulls their story and sort of forces it into the box of what his podcast is trying to do, which is explain to you the ways to ignite your own entrepreneurial uh, potential. Explosion. Yeah, that's right. Explode your business with with John Lee Dumas. That's Entrepreneur on Fire.
1: Although I will say um – I really didn't. Out of the three, Entrepreneur on Fire is probably my least favorite. Although in one episode he mentioned doing like uh, quotes on fire, and just doing a short episode of quotes from like inspirational business people. Maybe it's a Warren Buffett um, quote, and they talk about it and see how it applies. Like I, I thought, like that would be something I would give a shot over Entrepreneur on Fire
0: understandable uh, let's go to our third show this week not a real job you can find them at notarealjob.com. a uh, the host of this show it's Joel Kelly and Chris van Patten uh, and they are uh, a couple of guys that work in digital marketing and social media website design growth hacking which is one of my favorite phrases that I don't think actually means anything uh, but Joel and Chris are pretty nice guys I've actually well one's obligated to be nice <laughs> indeed I've had uh, interactions with the two of them online before on Twitter and and Facebook and, and through the podcast, as a matter of fact, uh, and I've been listening to this show for quite a long time. They advertised, once upon a time, on Mabimba Bam. That's say, how I found the show.
1: I did listen to three episodes, and of the three episodes I listened to, they mentioned Mabim Bam in every single one of them.
0: Well, sort of like this show, in that we got a big boost when we were mentioned on um stuff you should know and how a large portion of our audience are likely stuff you should know listeners. Since they advertised on Mabimba Bam, a very large portion of their audience is actively Mabimba Bam listeners. Right, sure. They are both guys with a general, like loosey goosey sort of funny mindset, and I think people that are drawn to their rambling type of conversation tend to be other kinds of people that are interested in a podcast like Mabimba Bam. So there's a lot of crossover there. I don't think it's a negative thing generally that they mention them a lot.
1: But oh, I mean, then again, an, I'm a big
0: Mabimba Bam fan.
1: Yeah, I wasn't saying it's anything negative. I was just saying.
0: So what is this show about? The the pitch for their show, uh the way that they describe it now, it's the show that helps you turn the things you love into the things that make you money. You and I were just ta- talking about this off air though. This show is perhaps well not perhaps, it is definitely the least directed of the 3.
1: Yeah, I didn't I, I didn't get that, even though they say it before every show. I didn't get it out of the, any of the episodes that I listened to, but I may have just picked, like, I picked very podcast-centric episodes. So it could be something that they've discussed in the past that wasn't uh, rehashed over the episodes that I listened to. But I didn't get that part at all uh, at, are they taking something right? And making that I like to do, and how am I supposed to make money off of it? Like I did, like that did not connect for me, even though they literally say it in the in the intro.
0: Well, I think what they ended up with. So the the show this show has pivoted a few times, and you and I talk a lot about how a show evolves over time, a podcast. And they evolves. mentioned they
1: mentioned that that's that's one of the discussions
0: theirs has a couple of times. Once upon a time, this was a subscription only show. Uh, you had it was behind a paywall. I think ten or eleven episodes in, they realized that was a terrible idea, and they dropped that idea. And they they began doing the exact same show they were doing, but with um, you know a, a, a more free style, promoting other things that they did, uh, you know newsletters uh, that you could join, or you know their books that were available for sale, et cetera, et cetera, and then. I think what they did was once they developed a pretty steady and sound audience, and they began to having some feedback with that audience. Sure. They they realized, hey, all of our audience sort of looks like this, and there are people that have this in common, and the this was. That they love to do something, and some of them are making some money. Some of them are attempting to make some money doing that. Some of them just have dreams or aspirations, making money doing the thing that they love. And so, a lot of them were sort of like freelance creatives, effectively.
1: Out of the three uh, that we listened to this week, out of "Not a Real Job," "Entrepreneur on Fire," and "Get It Done, Guys," I got to say, "Not a Real Job" probably motivated me the most. Really? Yeah. They're just. I, uh, I I enjoyed listening to them. I thought they had. Uh, a good um good banter back and forth uh and it does uh make me chuckle that one of them is always trying to play the jerk or to pin the jerk on the other one, yes, but none of them n- neither of them. Are real jerky.
0: No, they're, they're both very, very decent uh, human beings and, and very, very reasonable guys and, and very approachable on Twitter, by the way. And they love feedback, and they like answering that feedback, too. We've asked them, or I've asked them a question for us oh, you uh, before did. that got feedback on the show. Yeah, I can't remember what episode. Did we take the feedback? We did, as a okay, matter of fact, yeah. Good. Uh, and now I can't even remember the specifics of it, but, but I did. I had a question about something that we were doing as far as the promotion of this show or our interaction with, with our listeners or something. But anyway, good guys there. We've already sort of started talking about it, but now we're full on into host likability. I'll tell you right now of all of the hosts, uh, talking about Steve Robbins with uh, Quick and Dirty Tips from uh, the Get It Done guy, talking about uh, JLD on Entrepreneur on Fire, and talking about Joel and Chris on can I, can I pick Not that, a Real can Job. Can I pick your favorite? And yeah, his who's favorite? my favorite?
1: Uh, Joel is your favorite.
0: Uh, he is my favorite.
1: Yeah, yeah, And your least favorite is going to be uh, JLD. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, I liked uh, the Get It Done guy quite a lot. You know who he reminded me a tremendous amount of? Um, Hardcore History with Dan Carlin. Yeah, just, Not,
1: just condensed. Yes, yeah. yes.
0: It was like if you – if if someone went through and made a Cliff Notes version <laughs> yeah. of a Dan Garland thing, they were like, "Hey, I don't have four hours. Can you turn this into ten minutes?" Then that would sort of be what it sounded like. He he, he even had a similar
1: like cadence in his voice yeah. almost. It was yeah. very no. pleasant,
0: mm-hmm. very friendly, and again approachable personality. Well, because
1: the point of the show, like the, like, so that here's what's crazy is every one of these shows. Is trying to educate the listener or show the listener something new, right? Um, but Dan, Dan, right?
0: Uh, uh, Stever Robbins. I was
1: way off. Yeah, we got we got stuck on hardcore history and got sucked in. Um, he does the best job of doing that kind of um, lecture, educational storytelling side of it. Like it's easy to figure out what he's trying to tell you. It's easy to get the salient points uh, from one of his podcasts, and it's not as easy for the other two.
0: Yes, that's very true in both cases.
1: I, you, and I sort of hinted around it. The
0: JLD with Entrepreneur on Fire occasionally makes me feel like he's selling me something. Then again, he is selling me something many times during the podcast. He's I selling have, his style of management, he's selling yeah. books, he's selling uh, webinars, he's selling when his sponsors.
1: I, when I listened to it, I I was like, "Man, th- it would be a it would be a good idea to do a podcast based on trying whatever he's hawking that that day. Try it, see if it, if it works." see if it doesn't work was it worth being a member of this is 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 getting the the personalized video that's off the top you get right to that you get that personalized video it's not a video that i give to everybody like it's specific to you i don't care like that's not a selling point man who cares like like none of the money i'm giving you like i will never watch that so but Is that package or is whatever it is that he's trying to use that to entice you into trying? Is that viable? And then doing a podcast based on that.
0: Uh, so we've talked about host likability. We talked about the content of the shows. Let's move on to audio quality. All of these shows are perfectly listenable. Uh, Entrepreneur on Fire does contain phone calls, but uh, I didn't have any audio problems oh, there. Oh, phone calls! I- indeed, not a real job is almost always, if not always, done remotely. But they do a, a pretty good job of editing that. You can hear sometimes there's a little room noise. There's the fact. Well, they that talk about it. They they yeah.
1: they specifically talk about their setup, like. How uh, how one person has it has their set up as opposed to the other one, because a part of their show is a gear section where they talk about gear picks and the gear they use. Um, You know, that's not my like I could care less. I don't I don't I don't care that this card that I can keep in my wallet I can use to charge my phone or.
0: I sort of, I sort of think that's probably that's what that is really a way is a potential way to monetize the show because they have links for all of those things they suggest and the idea is that if any of this sounds interesting to you, go and buy it through us so that we make money on it through our Amazon referral links. I believe that's the idea. Which, hey, it's a great one. As a matter of fact, maybe we should add a a gear section to the end of Pod on Pod. <laughs> What'd you buy this week, Josh? <laughs>
1: Uh, some earbuds, but the left one was broken, so I can only listen to that one.
0: <laughs> That's funny. Did you just say how many earbuds you gave the show? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. All right. Uh, so uh, of you know, well, we sort of ranked the shows in the other categories. Let's talk about audio quality of the three. It's um, get it done, guy, is the best yeah. sounding. Entrepreneurial fire. Look, look. It's, yes.
1: Whenever it's just a sole host. Like I think he did was. You G- can make it as
0: good sounding as you, as 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 high quality as you want to.
1: Well, if you're just if you're if you're a sole host and you're not interviewing, you don't have a guest or anything. What do you say after twenty minutes? That's a good point. That's a good point. So so talk for fifteen,
0: cut it to seven. Done. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so get it done, guys. Great audio. Entrepreneur on fire. Very good audio. Uh, not a real job. Completely decent audio. Sure. Okay, there we go. All right, let's move on to production values. Uh, Not a ton to speak of. Uh, Of the three theme songs, which one do you prefer? Not A Real Job is my favorite.
1: I I would assume that it's
0: uplifting. It's uh, generally positive.
1: I like Get It Done Guy.
0: Get it done, guys, is very good. Entrepreneur on fire is a little high octane to me, but that's sort of the whole show. No, nah, nah, <laughs>
1: nah, it's not. It's not like it's that. It's not quite like nah. that, but
0: it does come on a little strong, especially in comparison to the other two. Uh, so that's production values, host likability, audio quality, content. Uh, we've just about wrapped this thing up. Uh, I guess that means uh, let's talk about our favorite moment. Do You have a uh, favorite moment of the, any of these shows? You'd like to point out?
1: Um. There was a drunk episode of...
0: Not a real job? Not a real job. There's, I can't imagine a drunk episode of An Entrepreneur best part, but The, best part, the <laughs> best part of it
1: was they they literally just recorded two episodes and they started drinking during the first episode, continued <laughs> drinking and thought, you know what would be a great idea? Let's just do the next episode drunk and we're already drunk, so let's do episode two. <laughs> So I thought I thought that was pretty great listening to those back to back.
0: I really like, and this is an ongoing deal with with not a real job. By the way, they they have referred to themselves as the Narge Cast, and they talk about their their listeners occasionally as Narge Dogs, N A R G, not a real job. Uh, and so I've got Narge written all over my notes here as an acronym, but not a real job. They love awkwardly pluralized phrases. I'm talking about things like attorneys general. Yeah. Or fathers-in-law. I really love those two. And in one of the most recent episodes that I listened to, and I can't remember which number it was. I've listened to a lot of them. I am behind currently. But in one of the most recent episodes, they talk about the fact that they don't know the name for those sorts of things. Surely there's a name for that class of word, right, or that class of phrase. Do you know it? I don't know what those are called either. What? The awkwardly pluralized, so where you have to put the plural in the front part instead of the end part. Attorneys general, fathers in law.
1: Yeah, their plur- plural z's is, is a phrase.
0: No, that is not the, with their title. Yeah, it's
1: yeah, a, yeah plurals is is a phrase. Uh, all right. Google
0: my, it. my favorite part of Entrepreneur on Fire, and there were several nice tidbits actually that I gained from the episodes that I listened to uh, uh, of this show. But this quote stuck out to me. You've got your passion, and you've got your skill set. And where the overlap is, that's the zone of genius.
1: See, here's the thing. Now, this is what I'm talking about. Like, while I really didn't care for Entrepreneur on Fire, the fact that I caught the episode where he talked about possibly doing quotes on fire, what you just did would have been a quotes on fire episode, I would assume. Yeah, very good point. Yeah. And that's like, I think that's something I would listen to. Here's the
0: thing, though. Like, as... (sighs) Like I used the phrase earlier, or used the word oily earlier, or like I I said, you know, I feel like he's selling me something. As true as all those things are, for a certain class of people, that style, that approach for the message is exactly the way that they want to hear it, or exactly the way they need to hear it. So this is just right for somebody. And the other thing is, there's a tremendous amount of truth. QVC products don't sell themselves, man. Indeed. But there's a tremendous amount of truth in that sentence. Like it comes off as a little slick to me but when you break it down and you think about the concepts that he's saying there it's very very true and it is the thing that you and i have found we have a skill set that allows us to put a show together like this and we can get better at that skill set over time we have a passion for podcasting in particular and so this show and
1: shows like it is potentially our zone of genius here's the here's the tricky part with entrepreneur on fire it's very 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 hard to do what he's doing and come off as genuine. And that's the issue you have with it, and that's why you use the term oily. Yeah, well, especially when at the top of his website he shows you how much money he makes in a
0: month. The only thing he does for a living is sell people the things that he's talking about on his podcast, his webinars, his personal coaching, his et cetera, et cetera.
1: Right, but in a one-on-one thing where I'm trying to sell or trying to get you to come sell insurance or whatever, that's just a tactic, man. It's weird
0: weird to me. I, it just, it's sort of like uh, reality TV. Like I just feel like I come from a different world so, and it's a little foreign language to me.
1: I've, got, I've been thinking about this from the listener, review, listener uh, feedback that we've got. All right, And it works out really well for this because we not only go out and review podcasts that we like. Reviewing a podcast is one of the best ways to give back to a podcast. Oh yeah, it's huge. So when we do a trifecta, you've got one good review to give. Which one of these three shows are you giving that review to?
0: Well, I'm going to cheat. I've already reviewed. No, nope, nope. I've already reviewed. Not a real job. It's already happened, so I don't have to review them. I'm going to go and nope, give it.
1: No, not a real job is the one you're going to review because you already did it. You can't right. you can't snake your way around this. One. All right,
0: I will go and tell Honey Bun that she should review the Get It Done Guy. Then I, I, you don't really, have to. You
1: don't have to. Although I'm sure you appreciate it. Okay, because
0: that's who my review would go to. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, so there you go. Uh, that is our take on productivity uh, through the glen through the through the glens through the clans through the lens of through the lens of not a real job. The get it done guys, quick and dirty tips, and entrepreneur on fire. We'll have links for all of those on the website. Check it out. Also in the show notes, um, or you can visit podonpod Josh, you got anything to add on those shows?
1: Um, No, I don't have anything to add on those shows, but I think you should tease them with a new show.
0: Uh, We're going to get to that at the end, but right now it's time for listener feedback. Woo! Yeah. Uh, this comes from Greg Shelton. Dear Joel and Josh, thanks so much for reading my letter. I didn't imagine I would get a mention on the show. Definitely not so soon. Thanks for taking the time to think about what I had to say and that you gave such comprehensive feedback. Uh, I will definitely be posting a proud link to my brother back in the UK, so I hope you'll <laughs> soon have another slightly slightly envious listener.
1: That's a podcast flex.
0: That's right. Going back to something you guys were saying in your, introductor- in your introduction episode about podcasting being highly democratic and easy access in terms of broadcasting. I would like to suggest that for listeners, they are experiencing a new kind of democracy too. As your oh, listener yeah. as your listener mail section demonstrates, one single listener can contribute feedback which is immediately addressed and may even help evolve the format of a show somewhat. Could you ever imagine that sort of personal exchange between show and listener occurring on national international TV or radio?
1: Well, here's here's what I'm going to say to that. Yeah. There's a reason it doesn't happen on national TV, international TV, or radio, and that reason is they're not making money off of the viewer. They're not. They're making money off of the advertiser, and as soon as you start taking money from an entity outside of, um, of your viewership or listenership, you're indebted at some point or you're going to feel indebted to that interest group. Hmm. Now, here's the deal podcast is in 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 a unique space right now and it may not last and it may not stay the way that it is to where the majority of podcasts believe it or not do not make money well yeah obviously right there we as a collective are not beholden to anyone and that format works it's a very grassroots format so when it happens like that that gives the podcaster leverage with whoever they're bringing on as an advertiser.
0: All right. Good. Yeah. I I tend to agree with most of that. There you go. Uh, So excellent. uh, Start to a discussion there, Greg. I'm sure we'll find some time to uh, go into this more at a later date. I've had several thoughts about having, a specific episode where we discuss podcast advertising or maybe even having a guest on uh, that sells advertising or that works for one of the larger networks that, that could talk more at length about the subject. But anyway, we'll, we'll get back to that. Uh, he, he goes on here in response to – I'd also like to say in response to his comments, I love Josh's accent. I have no problem at all with the speed or rhythm of his speech as you can imagine American culture is a huge influence on the UK but we only really experience a limited range of accents when it comes to hosts and actors so it's a real breath of fresh air. I think he just said you're not made for Hollywood.
1: Oh, no. Here's the thing is I'm trying very hard.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, He says, I'll finish up by giving a few suggestions of French language and French learning podcasts. We talked about if you are a foreign language speaker or a foreign language listener, uh, if you've got some foreign language podcasts that that you've um, used or sampled and you'd like to pass on to somebody else, we don't mind mentioning that. Uh, Josh and I don't listen to any right now. We're trying to work on uh, the best way to approach this and get some on. But Greg suggests a few. The native French speech podcast, the uh, hosts sound comatose, to be honest, but this is actually a good thing in terms of learning to listen. And we'll have a link for that in the show notes. Uh, the other one is anything put out by Radio France. That's the big public broadcaster in France, especially the series Conté du jour et de la nuit. I think that's... Something every day You've, and night.
1: You must have been listening to one of these podcasts. No,
0: I t- I took French in high school. I think that's a terrible pronunciation of it, probably. But I'm pretty sure that jour means day, a de la nuit means and the night. Anyway, uh France uh, Musique is the group that puts that out. As the episodes that I've listened to have been nice five minute stories set to relaxing music. Now that sounds wonderful. A five minute. French story set to soft music, <laughs> I could get behind that. Uh, we'll have links for that, too. Uh, and that all comes from Greg. P.S., I'm a huge fan of Radio Lab from WNYC. I'm aware it's put out by NPR, so I don't know if it's classified as a radio show and therefore out of your remit. But as we don't have NPR as a broadcaster in the U.K., I came to it solely as a podcast. Would love to hear a, oh, v- really? a review
1: on pop. You, um,
0: know what, you
1: know what's crazy is that NPR just kind of like – it just is – so uh, I wouldn't have.
0: You don't really think about it not being in global? other countries? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't
1: think about it not being global.
0: Well, I mean, as far as a broadcaster, it's not. Uh, Now that they're on the Internet, of course, you can get their podcasts everywhere. Uh, Actually, uh, Greg, the interesting thing is Christopher Lupo had suggested Radio Lab on Twitter very recently. We've gotten several emails for it as well back in the day. So Radio Lab is on the list. We're going to get there eventually. It's just one of those. It's a bigger show. We don't feel there's an urgency to get to it necessarily. Most people that are into podcasting know that Radio Lab exists, but we will discuss it at some point. You got anything else, sir? No, sir. Okay. Uh, If you stick around, at the end of this episode, you're going to hear a little discussion about a uh, new show coming your way from Team Procreate. And uh, if you've looked at our website or if you follow them on Twitter or Facebook, you've probably heard about it. But I got a new podcast, Josh, and you're not in it yet. hey,
1: hey, hey, (laughs) hey.
0: You're not in it yet. We you're going to be.
1: Maybe.
0: Maybe. You're like, I don't know if i got time for that.
1: Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm glad you like doing work on your lunch break. I do not.
0: Uh, so it's called Me and the Geek. You can find it online at meandthegeekpod.com. And uh, it's it's pretty cool. We're going to have weekly conversations with a different geek uh, for a peek into their area of expertise and, and area of interest. Cool conversations coming soon. And you can find more info at meandthegeekpod.com. Until next week. We've been your hosts. I'm Josh. I'm Joel. You know, Josh, you are the average of the last five podcasts you've been spending time with, and you've been spending time with Pod on Pod. Are
1: you want-
0: Pod is a proud member of the ProCast Network, a Procreate production. Procreate is a community of artists in film, music, the digital arts, and the fine arts that helps them connect and collaborate on projects. You can find out more at TeamProCreate.com. Also, be sure to check out one of our other great shows like Me and the Geek. Are you a geek? If the answer is yes, I've got just the show for you. If the answer is no, Well, I might have the show to explain why you're wrong. com is where you need to go. Visit us every week for a different conversation with a new geek and a peek into their own geeky world. You see, here at Me and the Geek, we believe that everyone is geeky about something. Find out what your geek is and then let your geek flag fly. With Me and the Geek on iTunes, in Stitcher, and wherever you find podcasts now. People have always told me I can be a bit wary of modern things. Very true. So, when Jane suggested selling the house with purple bricks, I weren't happy. No, you weren't. You see, I don't like technology. I don't like the internet. I don't like moving house. I don't like their adverts. I don't... I don't like purple. Luckily, I don't listen to him, and our estate agent, Emma, were perfect. She gave us her actual mobile number. She was always available. Fine. They were great. Still don't like purple. Purple bricks you'll be totally sold.
1: Fixed fee payable on instruction or after 10 months viewing services cost extra. See website for more details.
0: At the bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that
1: says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon. Or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. Ah, ah, trees